This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, June 13th, 2015. This week in security news, starting first with an update on the breach of federal employee data reported last week. As is normally the case when the federal government issues reports on mishaps or disasters, it is standard practice to downplay or otherwise intentionally misrepresent the severity of an incident in initial reports, then add detail after the first wave of news has normalized with the public. Such is the case with reports regarding the severity of a massive cyber attack and data breach in the computer systems of the Office of Personnel Management, which is essentially the federal government's human resources department. Not surprisingly, the situation is much worse. This week, it was revealed that hackers, believed to be from China, rooted through the government's databases undetected for more than a year, with the intruders compromising four different segments of OPM's information systems, one of which was the storehouse for the dreaded Standard Form 86, also known as a questionnaire for national security positions. This 127-page document is completed by anyone seeking or currently holding a national security-related job with the federal government, including civilian employees and contractors, in order to facilitate background security investigations. That's 127 pages of deeply personal information such as an applicant's name, date of birth, social security number, passport number, mother's maiden name, mailing address, phone numbers, medical notes, financial account information, legal information such as divorce decrees and other court actions, education records, military status, foreign activities, substance abuse histories, and so on. Next, do you have a family member who works for the federal government or is a contractor? then you should also be paying close attention as Standard Form 86 also includes the name, date of birth, and address of all close relatives, as well as the names and telephone numbers of three people who know the applicant well. But as we are learning, the security breach even goes deeper. If you are a state, county, or local police officer, you should also be paying close attention. In response to the 9-11 terrorist attacks, the FBI established programs to allow federal officials to brief law enforcement with a need to know on classified information that would or could affect their area of jurisdiction, and some of that information requires secret or top-secret clearance. As such, thousands of state, county, and local law enforcement officials across the country have also gone through federal background investigations, and thus a wealth of your personal information may also have been compromised. And this is not just for active duty personnel. According to the FBI, Standard Form 86 data is retained for 15 years. According to the Office of Personnel Management, it is retained permanently. And as a final zinger, Internet security companies are now reporting that personal information accessed during the security breach, including login credentials to other government computer systems, are now being actively sold and traded on what is known as the Darknet which is a portion of the Internet not normally indexed by search engines and which is used to avoid government surveillance, to buy and sell restricted goods, as well as to carry out other activities requiring the highest levels of anonymity. Alert USA again warns that this hacking incident is extremely serious as a foreign government may now be in possession of detailed information on more than 90% of federal employees and their family members. This includes members of the armed forces, civilian contractors, and many thousands of law enforcement officials across the country. As we stated last week, the value of this kind of information to foreign intelligence services cannot be overstated. Depending upon the specifics, these individuals could become targets of interest to foreign intelligence services both within the U.S. as well as when someone travels abroad. Alert USA cautions listeners that if you or a family member fall into any of these exposed categories, it is extremely important that you contact your department, agency, or company security officer for any specific guidance they may have regarding securing your situation. Further, 
We also again recommend that if you are planning international travel, even for reasons unrelated to your work, that you contact your department, agency, or company security officer or Defense Security Service representative for guidance. You can find much more in this story in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. You will immediately be sent a link to this issue. If you have family members or colleagues who you think may be impacted by this data breach, we ask that you please share the links to this audio report or newsletter issue with them as well. As we have done for over 13 years, AlertUSA continues to closely monitor a broad range of threats facing the United States and will immediately notify service subscribers of changes in the overall threat picture as events warrant. In public health news, twice this week, AlertUSA subscribers were notified via text messages to their mobile devices regarding warnings issued by the U.S. government regarding a growing outbreak of the highly infectious and deadly Middle East Respiratory Syndrome coronavirus in South Korea. The first of these alerts was issued on Monday when the U.S. Embassy in Seoul, South Korea, warned all Americans in the country about the outbreak and a need for self-quarantine of up to 15 days if you had visited any of 63 specifically identified hospitals, as well as an exit ban imposed for travel outside of the Republic of Korea during the quarantine period. Alert USA subscribers were notified a second time on Thursday when a warning was issued by the Centers for Disease Control to healthcare professionals nationwide to be alert for symptoms of the virus in their patients here in the U.S. The warning messages come as in less than a month. The outbreak has grown from a single index patient who visited four hospitals before being properly diagnosed to at least 122 people infected, 10 deaths, and more than 1,300 under quarantine. Cases are now also being reported in China. Late last week, the Seoul Metropolitan Government warned that a doctor who treated one of the early Mears patients has himself been diagnosed and may have exposed more than 1,500 Seoul residents, including the attendees of two major medical conferences. This current outbreak represents the largest number of Mears cases reported outside of Saudi Arabia, where the virus was first identified in 2012. Each year, approximately 700,000 U.S. citizens visit South Korea and approximately 1.3 million Koreans visit the United States. American and Korean airlines offer regular non-stop flights from 11 U.S. cities to destinations in South Korea, 10 of which are served daily. The CDC recommends that healthcare providers and health departments throughout the U.S. be prepared to detect and manage cases of MERS. Healthcare providers should routinely ask their patients about their travel history and foreign healthcare facility exposure and to consider a MERS diagnosis if a patient has a fever and symptoms of respiratory illness combined with recent travel to South Korea or a country or territory in or near the Arabian Peninsula. There is no vaccine or specific treatment for a MERS infection. All care is supportive. You can find much more on this story, including links to the formal CDC Health Alert Network warning message, clinical definitions, as well as more detailed formal and interim CDC guidance in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. In travel security news, in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution, this week, the U.S. State Department issued updated travel guidance for Guinea and Sierra Leone due to the ongoing Ebola outbreak. Further, there are currently 43 alerts and warnings issued for individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. If you are planning travel abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website for safety and security information about your destination. We also recommend visiting the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance those nations are providing to their citizens as threats and assessments may vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, June 13, 2015.